0: Welcome to another episode of the Go Knows Podcast I am your host Gregory McCoy Today is January 12th, 2020 And this podcast is by a fan for fans I am not a journalist, I am not a reporter, I am not an insider I do not work for a website The majority of my information comes from me, in my opinion Other information comes from the internet Alright, and... Sticking with my same format, I'm going to break down one offensive player, one defensive player. Then um, I got some other topics, got some other topics I would like to get into. So let's go ahead and get started. Uh, first player up is going to be Ricardo Watson, defensive end slash linebacker. Um, on this roster, they were going to the three, four. So they have a lot of hybrid guys. Um A lot of guys that are 6'2", 6'3", 240 plus pounds that were going to be outside linebackers. But now they're going to have to transition to defensive ends. And Ricardo Watson is a walk-on and he fits that bill. So this is what I wrote about him. Another hybrid guy, fast off the line, tackles well. He can stand up and play in space. Uh, He was a three-star player coming out of high school. Huge hitter. Sees play develop during pre-snap. Uh, weight room and film room a must to get a scholarship. Needs to find his high school senior year form to be a starter on his team. No NFL comparison. Okay, this guy, um, you got a lot of three-star walk-ons come to Florida State. And... I mean, to be honest, I really don't know why. I mean, maybe, you know, six years ago, this would have been great. But if I'm a three-star player of this caliber, this guy can play. Okay, just watching some of his high school stuff, this guy can play. I wouldn't have came to Florida State on, as a walk-on. I, I, I'm i just sorry. I'm a diehard Florida State fan, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to incur debt when I can go somewhere and play for free, and get playing time, and it's gonna be an uphill battle for this guy to get on the field, even with new linebackers coming in. But if you go watch his film, man, um, he can play. He runs sideline to sideline. He can put his hand in the dirt. He can come off the edge. I mean, this. I mean, again, you have to look at the previous staff and say. Okay, why was it this guy out there? Like how how are we evaluating talent? Um So hopefully this current staff and in particular the new linebackers co- coach Marv uh, will uh give this guy a serious look. All right, moving on. Um wide receiver Trey Young. Okay. Um, Six foot. uh, The previous guy, Ricardo Watson, is six foot, also 247 pounds. Trey Young, six foot 190. All right. And this is what I wrote about him fast, good hands, runs okay routes. He's a kickoff returner. He can also play running back. Uh, Played free safety also in high school. Needs to get stronger, needs to study film. If max effort, is uh, put in during the offseason, he can be a contributor for Florida State. No NFL comparison for him. Um, if he puts in max effort, I could see him being like a punt returner or a kickoff returner out there with uh, DJ Matthews. Um, it's going to be an uphill battle for this guy to get on the field uh, as far as wide receivers. Uh, but, hey, man, stranger things have happened. Um but this guy, he's fast. Like I said in the um in my statement, he's fast, he can he can catch. He needs if he can if he can improve on his route running, you never know what can happen. Um This may be one of the few guys that I actually say, Okay, the previous staff did the right thing by not playing him. Um as far as the wide receiver, maybe he could have did something on kickoff and punt returns, but Um, we'll just have to take the wait, wait and see approach with him and see what happens. All right. Next, I wanted to comment on the outgoing transfers. Um, Trey McKitty, uh, Harrison, Jawan Williams and Christian Armstrong. And this is what I wrote about that. Um, McKitty and Harrison will be missed. Jawan Williams and Christian Armstrong. Good riddance. Um. No disrespect to those players. Uh, I appreciate you choosing Florida State, but you didn't really contribute anything to the program. Uh, None of these players, in my opinion, are the best at their uh, position. Like I said in previous episodes, I feel Cam McDonald is our most talented tight end. Uh, Williams and Armstrong were just hogging up scholarships that can be used on better players. So, in the end, I feel like it's addition by subtraction. Um, McKitty was a good player. I mean, but at the end of the day, he's been there for three years. And he's caught 50 passes for 500 yards. I mean, you really can't blame him for that, though, because, well, I guess you can blame him a little bit. But he's been in three different offenses in three years. And then his senior year this year, he would have been in a new offense. So, wherever he chooses to go it it's gonna be he went from starter potentially to wherever he goes fighting for a starting position, so he must know something that I don't know, and um it is what it is um then Tration Harrison, I think he was a Willie Taggart guy, and he just wanted to go back home he I think he's from Oregon or Seattle um uh, one of those places, and, um, he just wanted to go back home, so, and Jawan Williams, I mean, you know, he can't block the, uh, sled dummy, so, it is what it is on that, and Christian Armstrong never played a down for Florida State, so, we'll just see, we'll just have to see what happens, man, um. You know, coming out of high school, strength was an issue for him. He was like, he's like a finesse player is what people were saying and what I read. I've never seen the guy play. So um, hopefully the other Christian, Christian Meadows, can get his shoulders right and we can keep him. Um, But overall, we're not losing like Tamori and Terry or, you know, Marvin Wilson caliber talent. So it is what it is. All right, next I wanted to move on to Mike Leach from Washington State. He's leaving Washington State and going to Mississippi State. And I just, I love this, man. You're going to have Mike Leach and Lane Kiffin in the same division and their rivals? It's going to be crazy, man. This is what I wrote about that. Mike Leach to Mississippi State is going to be crazy the sec west already has the toughest division in college football and it just got harder leach is one of the nation's most innovative offensive minds Um, if he can find a quarterback watch out in my opinion he wants to be in the sec to prove to everybody that his scheme can work at any level of college football the internet and social media gave positive feedback Which played a part in Mike Leach getting his job Which I think is crazy I just feel like your resume should speak for itself Not what the internet and social media says Um, Mike Leach and Lane Kiffin for the Egg Bowl I just see sound bites everywhere So again man I think you know Ole Miss and Mississippi State are not going to be walkthroughs anymore Um So it's definitely going to be harder. Then you got Kendall Briles as the offensive coordinator at Arkansas. So the the, the SEC West just got a lot harder. And again, I'm not an SEC guy. I'm a fan of college football. So I follow this stuff. All right. So let me know what you think about that. And let me move on to the next segment, which is going to be about Jake Fromm from Georgia. He's going pro. I've never been impressed with this guy and him or uh, Tua Tonga-Vailoa. Um, To me, they're the same type of quarterback. When you put ultra talent around them, them, they're great players. Take away that ultra talent just at one position. And, you know, at best, you got an average quarterback. Trevor Lawrence is better than these guys right now. Um, Jake Fromm will be a second or third round pick, in my opinion. The New England Patriots might want to take a flyer on this guy. Um, He, to me, he doesn't have like a great uh, arm. He kind of reminds me um, back in the day now, Cade McNown from the Chicago Bears, UCLA Bruins. Um, That's who he reminds me of. I don't know if Cade McNown was left-handed or right-handed, but that's who he puts me in the mind of. And uh, I'm not hating on the guy, he may go to the NFL and tear it up, but I'm just not impressed, I've never been impressed with him So, moving on, let me know what you think about that, Um, NFL playoffs, okay, I'm just gonna run down my picks And, uh, you know, we got some guys that listen to this on YouTube that like to check me on my picks, so um, I look forward to that uh, NFL playoff predictions 49ers over Vikings Titans over Ravens Chiefs Chiefs over Texans and Packers over Seahawks okay going back to the first game if 40, if the 49ers do what they do they're going to win this game period they're getting, they're getting some of their defensive starters back so I just think hey man Vikings can't do nothing with them all right. And and this game is going to be outside. So the Vikings don't get the benefit of playing in a dome. All right. Uh, Titans over Ravens. If if uh, the big running back for the Titans can run downhill like he did last week, I don't see the Ravens stopping it. And you keep Lamar Jackson on the sideline. That's really the whole key to the game. Um, Chiefs over Texans, um, the quarterback for the Chiefs, he's too explosive. I just don't see their defense stopping that. And then I feel like the defenses are even for the Packers and Seahawks. They're going to offset each other. Is who's the better quarterback, Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. I'll take Aaron Rodgers, Packers over Seahawks. All right. For my last segment, and some people are not going to like this, but this is what I choose to put on my podcast. So here we go. Um some people will not like this let this next segment. I'm like this, if I'm a black college or pro coach, I don't want an interview because I'm black. I want an interview because I'm the most qualified candidate for the job. I won't waste your time, you don't waste my time. It's insulting to get an interview just because there's a rule saying one minority has to be interviewed. Most of these billionaire white owners know who they want when they fire the previous guy. They already know who they want. Um, same thing can be said for the university presidents. So let them hire who they want to hire from 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 the beginning of the process. Okay, if you're a black head coach and you want a job, your resume let it speak for itself. I don't want to I don't want any job just in life. Okay, you're black. I'm going to hire you. No. Hire me cuz I'm the best guy for the job. Period. All right? And uh, so as a black man, um uh, that's what I would want. Uh again, let the resume speak for itself, man. Um it's insulting again to you know, to get an interview based on your color, not your resume. Um, Your resume should be the only thing that they look at and nothing else. Period. Um, So let me know what you think about that. Um, This podcast is available on YouTube. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify Podcasts. If you're listening to this on YouTube, please go down to the description, click on one of the links and please subscribe to my podcast and rate, review, subscribe. I would greatly appreciate it. And as always, go knows.